Welcome to Drunk Parents. I'm Rachel. I'm Steve. And our kids are in bed. So we're drinking. Yes, we are. We are. We're not drunk, though. No, it's a little bit of a false advertising tonight. It's a school night. It's a school night, so we're keeping it we're keeping it in check. Yeah. I think. What are you drinking? We're starting to anyway. Uh, I I'm recycling a cocktail from last time. It was so good. It's I'm drinking the side to side. Oh. <laughs> Our, <laughs> the cocktail that we invented last time. It is whiskey. Uh, ginger infused simple syrup and some bitters and it is named after Ariana Grande's yeah, side to side track yes that had us just turn me red with Ooh, embarrassment I when know. I learned what it meant so hot so what are what are you drinking um first of all I'm jealous I want one of those we I'm... have plenty of <laughs> maybe next maybe next cocktail I'm having a um vodka soda <laughs> because right. it's my cleanse cocktail you cl- because which in, I love that it's that's your cleanse. Yeah, your cleanse is it's a vodka still alcohol. soda. Well, it's like you know January, so I'm trying. And this is not a resolution, by the way, but I'm trying not to eat as much sugar, and I'm trying to eat more vegetables and stuff because I've just felt the need after all the holiday, you know, shenanigans and just the gluttony to keep it in check. I just some... need some. I need to kind of scale back. And so far, it's been very pleasant. And when I do reach for alcohol, I'll reach for a vodka and for soda. a clear spirit. For a clear spirit. <laughs> I I don't know. Okay, it gets the job done. Sure. Do you know what Monday was? No, no. What was it? I mean, oh, it was Martin Luther King Day. Oh, that's positive. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> that's not what you. Wow! Right out of the gate, started with. Forgetting a national. I forgot treasure. it was Martin Luther King Day. I felt bad because okay. Anyway, what else? It was, was my what? What less important thing was also less Monday? important. A lot more depressing. It was Blue Monday. Oh, I, what is what is that again? Do you know what that is? I it's, think I know. It's the typically the third Monday in January, and they have cited that as being the most depressing day of the year. Right. But it's only been it's only been documented since I guess 2005 was the first time someone documented Blue Monday. Okay. Because there's like a rise in, you know, all these unfortunate events that are a result of depression. Self-inflicted <laughs> yeah. mortalities. So it's like, you know, cuz you're coming down from the holidays and it's just like crappy, you, it's yeah. crappy outside and you're poor cuz you spent all your money on Christmas and you're fat. <laughs> oh. Because of Christmas. Right. And you know, you get the sads, the seasonal affective disorder. So it's sad for how everybody. How did you how are you on Monday? I mean, I, was, I thought you were worse last week. Oh, last week. I I think I was I seriously battling some form you of depression. I, well, you know what happens to me when it, when it snows? I it's hate not good. You're like snow, and it makes me feel like I'm suffocating when you're there's like snow. You're like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. I am like Jack Nicholson yeah, in The Shining. It's bad. I, I when I grew up, there was no snow. There's no snow in North Carolina, and then I move up here, and there's snow freaking everywhere in the winter, and it makes me feel like I can't breathe. But so Monday, mm. I thought you handled it well. I didn't notice. I, was I think you were. Fine. Ba- I think it was. You were so much less sad than you were the previous week. It seemed. Oh yeah. Like you were dancing on rainbows. Absolutely. But. Yeah, but it was a relief to me that it's a thing, not just for me, but for a lot of people. Yeah. So in recent years, we've sort of uncovered seasonal affective disorder, which we said sad before. So the sads, but that's a real thing. Yeah. But was that has that always been a real thing? Like when we were kids, did people? suffer from that or is that just like I'm not sure kind of when a that more was more current it is a real disorder right when you, know? you just get sad based yeah. on the 
but I don't know when it was like founded or are disorders founded. I don't know if they are, but I don't, I don't know when it was. Sad since I mean, I 2003. I don't feel like people talked about it as much. No, I don't think it was a thing. Kind of like almost like ADHD wasn't really a thing. Yeah, like all these things. Back then. Even like forms of autism. They're like, oh, your kid's just quiet and doesn't like to talk to people. Right. He wasn't diagnosed on the spectrum or anything. You know, they're, like, they're diagnosing things now. There's people out there who just diagnose things. So Blue Monday, I've mm. heard about I've, I've heard about it more this kind of time around mm-hmm. of people that it was happening. And it's kind of depressing. I try to just ignore it's catching it. catching on. <laughs> <laughs> no, people, I think people just feel like a sense of community with it. Like, oh, it's not just me. This is something that's happening to everybody which you know i don't know maybe that's not a positive thing maybe some people are totally fine but they hear about this blue monday thing and they're like well i have to be sad today no I like think do it, you think it brings people down I, no i think it brings sad people together i think if you're mm. not down it's a little bit of a bummer to hear about it but I, then i think you go on with your day but for sad people i think it helps to think that other people are sad too because i think part of what really is crushing about depression is feeling isolated and lonely. So right. if you know other people are going mm-hmm. through it, mm-hmm. you still probably feel alone, but at least that part of it, I think. You don't feel like a freak. Yeah. Now, do Uh-oh. you not, does this not affect you? Does, do the seasons not affect you? Are you completely walking I around? I guess I'm immune. No, what? I get a little bit of post-holiday sadness. Like okay. after Christmas and New Year's, I always get sad. But beyond that, No. It's just, you roll with it. Man. It's just like, I like the snow. Oh, God. So I do not that have That kind sense. of, it blows my mind to think, I, we, we, you're what we would call in my community. <laughs> to be clear, I, I'll, I'll say this. I have, <laughs> it's not funny. Why? I, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's totally not what funny. What is happening? I have a um, generalized anxiety disorder. So sometimes I get Gad. down. So sometimes I get down and get depressed, but usually it comes out for me in the form of some sort of anxiety or a panic attack or something like that. Sure. So it's hard for me to imagine that anyone's brain works any other way. Right. You know? But so what would you call me in your community? Oh, so in our community, we call you neurotypicals. Neurotypical. Yeah. So you're a neurotypical. You're someone who walks around... Uh, at like completely even playing field where everyone else, like everyone who has an anxiety disorder or depression is or not a neurotypical, they're not, they, they take drugs to get to your level. Okay. It's just, that feels like that's almost like a slanderous insulting term that in some world it's just like, ugh, you know why it does. It's actually a great thing. But because typical is usually not a no, nobody celebrated wants to be t- word. Yeah, nobody wants to be typical. Yeah. That's why I feel like that was developed by your kind to feel <laughs> superior. Oh my God, maybe so. To just be like, ugh, all those... All those neurotypicals. Neurotypicals, like those norms. I want to get you a shirt that says neurotypical on it. I will cool. probably make it... We should make probably a drunk parents <laughs> piece of swag that just says neurotypical. Well, I guess yeah. coming out of Blue Monday, I'm mm-hmm. wishing I wish neurotypicalness for everybody. Yes. It's pretty great. Yes. So me he, too. Here's to you. And, and if not, if you can't find it, just grab your vodka. Grab a cleansing cocktail. So I feel like we have to talk about Young Thug's oh new video. You know how <laughs> yes. I like to be in the know. Oh, this is like super, so super was, down. It's going around. So you've probably seen it on Facebook, but maybe you were like, eh, I'm not going to click on Young Thug's new video. There's a guy, a rapper named Young Thug, 
and he created a song called Why Clef John. Mm-hmm. So it might be a little confusing, but his name's Young Thug. <laughs> and he was supposed to do this video, but he never showed up. Mm-mm. But they planned to do it. So they had all like the props and the cast on set. And the director basically had to shoot a video without its star rapper in it. And basically the whole video was a disaster, but he kind of had to put something together. He said there was $100,000. It was a disaster. But they put together a video based on B-roll and with like words copy on it that told the story of how the video was a disaster. Yeah, how it kind of all went downhill and just crashed and burned. Right. And it used some original recordings of Young Thug saying, here's what I'm thinking the video should be. Which, by the way, Young Thug, when he speaks... His ideas are gold. I'm like, he's talking about what he wants in the video. And I'm like, God, that's such an awesome idea. That's so creative and so like out there and and cool. And then they shoot it. Of course, he's not in it. Which is kind of what makes the video good. Like if he had terrible ideas. He has great ideas. He had great ideas. He just wasn't there. Yeah. So the video basically tells the story of how he doesn't show up (laughs) while playing the song. And it's amazing. You cannot mm-hmm. take your eyes mm-hmm. off this video. And when it's all said and done, and Young Thug sort of comes off okay. Like, he doesn't come off like a, like a total he asshole. He just comes off, comes off like he's just too good for it. I would say a little bit of an asshole. But that only helps his image in the rap community, I think. I mean, that's the thing. I tend to think that if you don't show up for your own video shoot, it's almost maybe even like badass. And the, the real kind of jerk-offs in the video seem to be like the record labels and the record producers. Right, right. Like, that's it. So I think it kind of makes him look good. And ultimately, he supports it. It's on Young Thug's YouTube page. Yeah. So he is kind of saw the finished piece and probably thought, oh, that's fucking funny. Yeah, it's amazing. So the song plays in the background. Right, you hear the song. Plays in the background. You won't even know you're watching the video until it's over. And you're like, oh crap! We that was that was the video, and you'll feel like you got. I mean, you'll feel like you got a little duped, but it's it's so good. So I love. I'm now. I'm like anything those directors do, I want to watch. Yeah, I, I'm a fan too. That was, was genius. Such a, just a genius solution. And to the what problem. a way! I mean, no matter what you're given in life, I feel like so many people give up because they're like, oh, you know, a lot of a lot of producers would have just been like, well, we don't have anything because we shot all the stuff. And sure, it's funny, but he's not in it. Young Thug is not in it. So we have nothing. They would have just like thrown up their hands and like walked out of the room and said no. But these guys were like, no, we're going to make this into something new and cool. It's and way more memorable than the video would exactly, have been. Yeah, it's getting passed around so much more. And I didn't even know who Young... I mean, 38-year-old woman. I'm a mother of two. I live in the freaking suburbs of Philadelphia. I don't know who Young Thug is, but I do now. I don't, I don't know if we're, we're his demo. But I, we're not. I'm sure Young no, Thug what, wants to sell as many singles. That's my point. But I got to say, I, the song's pretty good. I yeah, like the song. not bad. Yeah. And, <laughs> and now I know who he is. But I probably, if he had shown up for the shoot, I wouldn't have known who he was. Because it would have been just like any other rap video. So I give a... I give a lot of credit to those producers who are like, we are going to make lemonade out of lemons. This is just never give up your dreams. No. <laughs> That's the moral I think of that video. Never... And when you see it, you'll re- you'll realize that it's it's just, I'm inspired. They didn't give up on their dreams. They didn't give those, up on their those dreams. young directors. No, they didn't. They're the real thugs. They're the real <laughs> Thank you. 
It's time to tell everyone about Breadface Blog. Bread, just, <laughs> just, to, just to be clear, those words were Bread Face Blog. Bread Face Blog. Okay, what is Bread Face Blog? Okay, so just to back up to last, maybe it was Friday night. It was one of the nights where we were both on the couch and just, you know, watching movies and shows and stuff. And I get a Snapchat from my friend Kelly, who at this point should probably get a producer credit because she sends me stuff all the time. Like, you have to talk about this on Drunk Parents. She sends me a Snapchat and she says, I don't know why she did this on Snapchat, but she said, holy shit, have you seen Breadface Blog? The best place, I think, to experience Breadface Blog is on Instagram. So search Breadface Blog. Okay. It's a girl. Okay. She takes every post is her with a different type of bread. Okay. So it may be sometimes she does like a loaf of white sliced bread. Sometimes she does like crescent rolls. Sometimes she'll do a sticky bun. <laughs> it's all different types of bread. And then she takes And does it. she eat them? Well, no, she does not eat them. She takes them and she shows them to the camera really close. She kind of like squeezes them a little bit to show you like the elasticity of the texture of the bread. And then she puts it on the table in front of her and she smashes her face gently (laughs) yet firmly into said bread. Uh, And that's it. I don't know why. It is so satisfying to watch this woman do this, but it feels (laughs) so right. And if this is wrong... I don't want to be right. I'm watching her now and she's doing it with three like old fashioned donuts. (laughs) It's so good. And she's serious. Like the whole time she's super serious. This is so weird. Why is this a thing? I don't know. Well, Kelly and I were discussing it. 150,000 followers. She's a certified person. Like she's got that little star burst with a check mark. Yeah. So Kelly and I were discussing it and we couldn't figure it out either. I'm like, wait, is this a sexual thing? Are we? are we aroused right now? I can't tell what I'm feeling. <laughs> I can't tell if it's arousal or just, just extreme levels of satisfaction. And that's what I landed on. I'm like, I am extremely satisfied by this. Then Kelly and I decided to get our own bread and send each other Snapchats <laughs> of us doing our own bread place. So I went in the pantry and got that pack of King's Hawaiian rolls <laughs> and did it myself and sent her some Snapchats and she, you know, sent me some too. But then Kelly, what? Our, our little producer friend, took it upon herself to figure out why we were feeling so satisfied. And she found something. Okay. There's... <laughs> I, just, I keep watching these. It, this isn't it ridiculous. Good? No, it feels... I feel awkward. Oh, I feel so good when I, when I watch it. I don't it. know. It makes me feel so good. What? So, I think partially because I am purging carbs and sugar. <laughs> This is getting... So in my mind, I'm like, yes, girl. Bitch, put your put face, your in, face that in that carb on. pile. Oh, that just, that's what I want to do. And so Kelly figured it out. What Kelly figured it out. So there's something called autonomous sensory meridian response. Okay. It's, and, and that's shortened to ASMR. It's a physical sensation characterized by a pleasurable tingling that typically begins in the head and scalp and often moves down the spine and through the limbs that's what you're having from bread face smashing yeah yeah so also known as aiho attention induced head orgasm aie attention induced euphoria 
or simply head orgasms or head tingles. So it's actually not a sexual thing. It's a very comforting thing for a lot uh, of people. You said not a sexual thing, but you mentioned orgasm a couple times in there. But it's head or it's not like a it's not like a genital <laughs> orgasm. No, but like I'm not like nobody's. I don't think people are getting off by it. Uh, if you're having a head orgasm, you're getting off on something. But it's not sexual. It's weird. I can't explain I it unless you experience it you kind of can't explain it but then kelly goes on to do more research for me and she says the sole purpose of asmr is to relax people the asmr community is constantly growing on youtube ideally asmr videos are meant to give the viewer a relaxing tingle at the back of their head and or spine asmr videos usually involve one or more of the following things gentle whispering relaxing hand movements smacking of the lips nail tapping or scratching on hard surfaces such as tables or brushing sounds. And there's videos of all of those mm-hmm. things on YouTube. Like you, if you just search like... ASMR. Heads, well, if you just search head, head scratching, scratching. Yep. or like hair mm-hmm. massaging, there's just videos of like women playing with their hair. Yes. And that's all they do. Yeah. There's a community and that relaxes people. So people are not finding sexual satisfaction through this. I mean, the beauty of Breadface blog is that I I find myself very relaxed by it, and also um, I find it hilarious. <laughs> so it's like I'm relaxed and entertained at the same time, which isn't that so, all you want in So life? many good things. Isn't that all you want from all of your content? What do we have to do to get this podcast to be know. acknowledged by the ASMR? <laughs> I don't think we're doing anything right No. <laughs> we're doing the opposite. I feel like we ASMR. might relax people and entertain them. But I oh. bet you can't do it without visual cues. I bet you can't do it audio. Oh, no. There is some audio. Well, there's, she said there's um, the whispering. Oh. So, so if we, we just whisper, whisper like this. How long would we have to whisper for people to get like head orgasms? I feel like you're doing it wrong because I'm not feeling anything. <laughs> <laughs> we got to work on that, Steve. <laughs> Okay. Stick with your uh, sexy panty dropping voice. All right. I'll stick with this voice. (laughs) We'll be right back after this next cocktail. Well, here's the thing. Depending on when you're listening to this, it's going to be before or after. But this weekend, I think. I don't even know when it is. Inauguration. Isn't it Friday? Yeah, maybe. Inauguration. Yeah. We're going to have a new president. It will be Friday. Yeah, it's going to be Friday. I don't How do you feel about that? I think you know how I feel about that. Should we not talk about it? I don't know. What if what if people who who are like who are excited super about it? into Trump are listening? Well, Well, here's where I've decided to put my energy. It, I've decided to say, "Okay, show us what you can do." I he think he's been showing us what we he don't, can do well, so far. We don't, well, here's the thing. We don't have a choice. No, we don't. So now he's going to be the president and we're going to just, my whole thing is, okay, here's, here's what we expect. So instead of saying, okay, he's going to be bad, he's going to be awful, he's going to, you know, be just so disappointing, it's a, you know, shame, we're a mockery to the whole, the whole world, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, a lot of things. A lot of things. We should say, okay, he's our president, so let's try to get him to do what we want him to do. Right, like instead, so like, instead of complaining, of, instead say, of complaining, say here's what say, we here's, you need to do. Here's our expect. Here's my expectation. Right. We have to we have to just say okay. So you're the president. So here's what we expect from you. No, I think that's really right because he's also. I mean, he's not going to listen to like two people. 
but he's, maybe he'll listen to this podcast. Maybe you never know. The thing is, he's a person that like responds to positive reinforcement. He yes, does not obviously. respond to he's, negative he's reinforcement. He's like a five-year-old child. He is. So if you complain about him, he'll just resist. But if you're like, "Hey, man, you're awesome. I love you. Please do this." Yeah, he'll consider it. Yeah. So obviously, you remember I met Trump. Yes, before. you did. Oh my God, you did. Yes. He was in a um, commercial. He was in a commercial that, that I did. For what was he like in the commercial? For Century Twenty One. Yeah. It was in the Super Bowl, uh, maybe four years yeah, ago. Yeah, I think it was about four years and ago. And he was in it for maybe five seconds. He was in it for like ten seconds. He was. But in you it shot for 10 him seconds. for the whole day. We shot him. He was only supposed to give us forty-five minutes. Right. But we ended up just, it took a lot longer. So we ended up needing him for like two and a half hours uh-huh. and he didn't bitch. He was like, really? that's cool. Yeah. Okay. A lot of celebrities would. Cool. We shot in his office building. So yeah. there's that where he only had to go like, uh, he kept going up to his office and then he would come down and then shoot and then he'd be like, all right, I'll call me when you're ready. And he'd go back up. But he was actually kind of generous with his time. It's very nice. However, we had a script where he made a joke about his hot wife. And oh. he, we kept being like, he kind of gets bested and showed up by a Century 21 agent. And the line was supposed to be, well, I have a hot wife. As in like, he didn't know, he didn't have a comeback and that was all he could say. Right. And we sent him a script and we heard from his people, he approved it. And we kept thinking, that's str- okay, great. We got there on the day. Then we learned he didn't like the script. So he needs a new oh, line. Okay. So we were basically ready to shoot and he was like, oh, let's change the script. That's hard to do. It's hard to write a new right, joke. Right, but was he angry or was he just no, kind of like, so no, let's change this? It was like, hey, Trump wants to talk to like the writer or the creative director. Oh, God. <laughs> so I, he was like, okay, that was that's me. And he's like, great, let's go up to his office. Oh, my God. So me and my account partner walked up to his office. So we went up the elevator. We walked in, shook his hand. I sat down. So I'm in Donald Trump's office and I don't know what's going on. And he's just like, yeah, so that line, that line's no good. So what else could we do? And I'm just like, uh, I, and he's like, what about this? So he had some suggestions right. and they were terrible. Mm. And I was like, you know, that's just not, you know, like, I don't think that's as funny as it could be. And like, so I'm actually like telling him it's not that good because for his, a little, I mean, I get a little bit starstruck and this was like during the apprentice days. So of he course, was, you know, yeah. and he's big, he's like six, four, he's definitely like towering, wow, like okay. he's an opposing figure. But I don't, I don't know anything. My, my creative drive is so much that I can't do anything shitty that I still couldn't be like, yes, that's good. So right, I was like, right. no, I don't know. I don't know. He's like, all right, well, what about this? I'm like, I, that's not that funny. I'm sorry, Mr. Trump. You know, he's like, all right, well, you, you'll figure something out. And then he like sent me away. So I'm like, okay. So then we all went downstairs, scrambled, and we were like, shit. So we rewrote like four options. He came down a half hour later. We read him the four options. We had a favorite. And he was like, yeah, all right. I like that one's pretty good, right? Is that one good? He's like, what if I read these two? And we we're like, that's fine. So then he did him. And honestly, the new line was probably better than the old what one. What was the line? The new mean? line was just, then I want to do over. Like he got beat by an agent. Okay. And at the end of it, instead of saying, well, I, my wife's really hot. He said, okay, then I want to do over. Okay. Because it was a deal. And that worked fine. And that was easy. And he liked that. And he read two of them. And when he was done, he asked me my opinion. He's like, where's my guy? And he like looked in the crowd. I'm like, hey, I'm here, Mr. Trump. And he's like, what'd you think? Was that a good one? I'm like, yeah, that was good. He's like, all right, great. And he like gave me a thumbs up. Cool. So... He was actually like pretty nice to work with. Never in my life did I think he was going to be the president. Of course not. And in hindsight, I totally get he is like this imposing figure who imposes his attitude on you. And just the way he talked was like, yeah, you know, this isn't great, right? Yeah, that's not great. Right. Like he would tell you your opinion 
but say it in a way where all you needed to do was agree it's, with him yeah, and he would make you rhetoric. seem smart. It's all rhetoric, but on the same token, he responds to rhetoric. You know what I mean? So you can just, you can twist words and he responds to that. And he usually responds out of anger or insecurity. So I don't feel like he's a good choice for president, <laughs> to say the least. But I feel like this is what we have to work with right now. So we have to work with it. We have to find a way to make it work. That's where I am. Okay. Happy inauguration day. And here's the scene with what he does this year. Here's to see what, I mean, let's, let's, let's see what you can let's do. See, let's find, see what he can do. Yeah. So while you're not supposed to believe everything you read, mm-hmm. I tend to believe everything I hear from the radio. So I have no substantiation for this claim, but I heard something from a DJ today. Oh. The question they asked was, how many times a week do you have to do it to be a happy married couple? Oh, God. See, this is just one of those things they talk about because they know you'll listen. Of course. This is like common DJ. And we never do that, by the way. On this podcast? No, we don't bait we don't you with bait like you with like useless shit that we know like sex is so obvious. Like of course Like a know. common food item you eat could be killing you. Tune in <laughs> at eleven. I was kinda joking because we obviously do that. But Well, yeah, but you're already in here. I mean we do it with our <laughs> writing descriptions, of right, course. Right, right. Okay, so how what do they say? Right, you want to know? I right? do want to exactly. know. What what station did you hear? So this they, on? we got to give a shout out to. This I don't station. remember. Oh, I don't remember. Was it like Preston and Steve or something? No, it was Chris and the Morning Crew. Okay. So whatever she's, whatever station she's on, they did. It was scientific research. I think they did over like thirty thousand couples or three thousand mm-hmm. couples. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where the zero was. But so they decided that sex once a week is what. What? happy couples do yes what and then i and i tried to find the statistic online like i tried to find the study online and i found one i don't know if it was the one they were referring to but i found one that like surveyed thirty thousand people and it was basically like the more sex you have as a couple the happier you tend to rate yourselves as a couple okay however that happiness started to peak at once a week so oh. if you have couple if you have sex once a month you are less happy than if you have sex Twice a month. Right. But once you hit the once a week average, then the happiness sort of plateaued. And so basically the finding was once a week generally was enough to keep you happy. Do you know what? What? I kind of think there's a science at work there. There's a certain, there's something uh, about like the law of just attraction that's working there. And you know, you always hear about these people who are, who are like very sexual with each other, who have sex every day and sometimes more than once a day. I don't hear those stories. But it keep, sorry, well, keep going. I feel like we've, I, we've all, but you have heard that story, right? Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know if I I have heard it. it. I'm, I'm not saying it's super common. So once you start having sex, like, you know, like very frequently as a couple, it kind of just starts to be like, oh, you're just relieving this thing I, I have. Like, I just need you to have sex with me. And it's not about the attraction anymore. Right. It's about just like getting off, basically. So I think people that have sex once a week, I think that's probably pretty healthy because you can be sexy with each other and you can let it build up. And then you finally get to have sex and it's like, oh, it's so good because you finally had sex. Yeah, I think once a week, right? Like weeks go by fast. You're in the work week. There's only one, you know, it's like there's only one weekend every week. Like there's one. (laughs) You heard it here first, people. I mean, have you ever heard that before? There's only only one one weekend every week. (laughs) 
I mean, that's I'm blowing minds. You are. So um, I think so, it's like that's yeah. Like there's one great kind of like break in the week, and so I think right. the idea of once a week. I you know we're a little bit you know we're a little bit more than that, but there are times depending on this month or that month where we may like get close to that. I, so I would say we're two a week. I agree. I think we're two a week, mm-hmm. but. You know, averaging two a week means sometimes it's three, sometimes it's one. So on a low week, it'll be one. Right. You know, but so I can appreciate the once a week kind of average because I can God, imagine being maybe there. we I, are an average of once a week. No, we're no, we're above. You think? Yeah, I think oh. we're above. But my point was was I could imagine being that. Like I can't imagine being once a month. Like if you're once a month, you should have a oh, conversation God. with somebody. And and of course, the the article went on to say that. Hey, don't use this as a guide. Like if you're having sex once every other week and you're happy, then that's the right amount for you. Or 45 times a week and you're happy. Right. Don't slow it down. Right. It's ultimately, they said the most important factor is that you're on the same page. However, this just happened to be a statistical finding. Do you feel like most couples are on the same page about their frequency with sex? I would say it's like... 50-50. 50-50. And I have no basis for that. I think some couples are on the same page and some couples mm-hmm. aren't. And I would tend to say that most couples that I know from like context clues probably have sex like once every two weeks to once every week. People are telling you? No, but just from like commentary that you pick up from a guy that might be like, oh, finally, or, you know, things like what? that. Did you guys talk about that? No, not in full detail, but there's like just Do kind of... Do you say stuff like that? No. No. Okay, good. Whew, I'd be so embarrassed. You'd be embarrassed, yet we're saying all of this right now. No one we know listens to this podcast. I, fa- You know what? I found out, I figured out that everyone we know, aside from Kelly, right? Right. And, and like, and Hot Pam... Hot Pam listens to, she's a friend of mine and she listens to this podcast. But aside from those two people, no one else we know listens to the podcast yet. It has a lot of listeners. And, and actually I'll even add this, a friend of a friend who lives in Florida. Listens. We've met them no, maybe so, once. So a friend of a friend in Florida, you know who you are. You know who you are. We're Shout calling out. you out. Shout yeah. out. Um, she told our close friend she was like i'm just so like it's so cool you get to hang out with rachel and steve all the time like that must be so awesome and our friend's like um i never listened to that podcast people who are close to us don't listen to this so okay so strangers know about our sexual habits but our friends do not because i know i do not tell them i do mm-hmm. not say that but that was just my assessment i mean I'm, I'm guessing of what happens with people we know i have no idea right 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 but i would be curious to know from our listeners they're not going to tell us but it would still be interesting. They might. If you they might email us. I'm sorry. I've been like really slacking on the email lately. I've got a couple I need to answer. But let us know. Just give us a frequency. Or you can comment on our our Facebook page. That's a little more public. But you can email. And if you have a good story, we'll share it here. And maybe send you some swag. Yeah. Like a neurotypical <laughs> shirt. Hey, we don't have this made yet. No. We'll send you something better. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I think we're about done for this episode. Our side-to-side ingredients are all run out. Um, So if you'd like to catch up with us in between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Drunk Parents. 
You can find us on Facebook at Drunk Parents Podcast. And you can email us any cocktail suggestions, stories, or sexual intercourse frequency. At, wow, uh, yeah, very clinical. <laughs> at drunkparentssaywhat at gmail.com. That's right. Please um, drop us a line. This week's episode produced by Rachel and myself and Rachel's friend Kelly. So uh, that's it. Happy Inauguration Day. Let's see what's in store. And uh, we'll be back next week. So we hope uh, we hope you'll join us. Yes. Bye.